Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? This one is from Sage Rosenberg. I have lived in South Florida my entire life, born and raised in Miami Beach uh, and proud to be. I was going to a bar. I'm 25 years old. I am of age. However, I do have a baby face. I am very short. I'm about like five feet tall, actually 4'11 and three quarters, but I like saying five feet because I don't know why. It gives me the tiniest boost of confidence, I guess. And I always have issues going into bars because again, I look very young. And whenever I hand my like ID to like a bouncer, they they really inspect it. Like um, they'll go about it and just like everyone else, they'll quickly let in. But me, they're like, wait, this small person, we need to double check that they are of age, which isn't a terrible thing. Again, as someone who is 25 turning 26, um, it is very annoying because I'm like, I'm an adult. I'm a legal age of drinking adult. So I'm very used to kind of like going to bars and expecting that, you know, someone, everyone, even after I go into a bar, bartenders, after I've even been let in, after I've already given someone else my ID, bartenders, as I'm ordering a drink, will also then go ahead and ask for my ID once again. And it's frustrating, but you know, it comes with the breaks of looking very young and being very small. One of the most kind of annoying stories I have, I think I was in Wynwood and I was about to walk into this bar. It was the middle of the day. I was actually just there for food. I wasn't even there to drink, which is the most frustrating part. Um, and the bartender's like, oh, whoa, 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 wait, you, you stay right here. Uh, let me see that ID of yours. He takes a look at my ID. Fun fact, I am also transgender. So I did not always look like this. I um, My ID is like a younger, more feminine picture of myself before I transitioned. And I hand this guy my ID and he looks at it and he goes, this isn't you. I go, yes, it is. I, that's, that's me. That's what I look like. How many other, like, for instance, my ID says five feet. How in the world would I have found someone else who was also five feet tall to give me their ID? So this was not a fake ID. I go and I'm like, nope, um, it's, that's me. Um, he's like, no, there's no way I'm letting you in. You definitely are a kid and you took this ID from like your sister. When he said the, you took this ID from your sister. Again, I'm still getting used to the fact that I look so different from what I used to look like because there's been like it's only been the last couple of months that I look like so different than my ID photo does maybe look like a younger sibling of mine or an older sibling depending on who you are and I go to him I'm like hey I, I get your confusion but I'm actually just trans so that's a photo of me before I started hormones so it just looks different he goes nah no way good try using the trans excuse to try to get into this bar and I'm like I am a legal adult let me in. <laughs> I was like, this is discrimination. Like, yeah, the, I, I get that you think that that's not me, but this is my ID. I don't have any other ID to show you. This is who I am. My ID doesn't expire for a few years. I really don't look that much different than I do in that photo. I think I still had short hair. I just didn't have maybe, I, I had barely any facial hair. So I don't know what was so different that it couldn't be me, but I guess I'll take that as a, yay, the hormones are working type of thing. But it was this back and forth between me and this door person where I was being like, hey, that is a picture of me. Please let me in. I don't have any other idea I can show you, but that is me. That is my ID. I went ahead and showed him an old picture of me to prove like, see, this is me. Hello. I even showed him like a video of like when I first cut my hair to kind of show like, hey, like this, I, I am a, just a trans person, but this is my ID. He ended up giving me so much grief that I literally was like, you know what? 
I'm just not going to this bar in Wynwood. I can find a bar that's not going to give me as much trouble. Because again, I know that I look young, but I've shown my ID tons of times and I've never had anyone be like, oh, I'm not letting you in because clearly this isn't a picture of you. Even though, again, it looks like me. It looks like me. I just have a little wispy mustache now. Like it's literally like I have the equivalent of like a 15 year old's mustache right now with hormones. Hopefully in a couple more months, it'll be a little bit more thick, but it was just really frustrating that I had to like beg this person to understand that that was a picture of me. So that was the most pleasant story, but I have found many other bars who are like totally okay. And I also did get a new ID to kind of alleviate any of these issues. <laughs> Sage Rosenberg, a story about a current conflict. Oh, absolutely. And I have a sad feeling that they are going to live this conflict in one way or another for a while to come. Listening to Sage tell a story, it, it's so up, it's so happy. Yeah, they really have such a strong sense of self and such a beautiful communication style that comes out as a result of this. And that they can tell this story in an upbeat manner is really a testament to how people overcome difficult situations. And you could see, I mean, they were born and raised in Miami Beach. This is their home and they have to go through this. And all they wanted to do was eat. They didn't even want to drink. I know a musician who has had gone through the transition process and she can't even find work because the clubs won't hire trans people. It is really a heartbreaking situation. And what's so interesting about this story is on one hand, they say, yay, the hormones are working. He doesn't recognize me from my old ID. But on the other hand, they didn't consider this kind of difficulty. And it makes you wonder, and we really don't know from this story, was it that the doorman purposely was giving them a hard time and knew what was going on and was just prejudiced? Or was it that the doorman really thought that this young person was trying to put something over on them? Regardless, the ID Sage had made them look underage, which is one problem. And another problem is, is from what I learned, that if one person complains in the club, if Sage walks into the wrong bathroom, they, they could close down the club. The, the fact that this ID just did not totally represent who they look like. I mean, how many of us look like our IDs? The pictures may be 10 years old, you know. I wonder if at some point they're going to go to fingerprint IDs mm. because we could change anything. You could have had cosmetic surgery or I guess the the other thought is just get yourself a new ID, which is probably what. I should do as well one of these days. I was surprised uh, in order to defend the IDs, Sage admitted that there was a uh, transition in process. And the fact that they would expose that was surprising to me. Isn't it horrifying? I'm going to use that word. Isn't it horrifying to have to talk about your sexuality, your gender identity with a doorman at a bar? You should be able to either keep it to yourself or not, depending on what you want to do. But why do you have to go through that conversation, which is a difficult conversation in the best of times, unfortunately. Why do you have to go through that with a total stranger? The story made me really feel for Sage, who just 
wanted to eat. To have to go through this and to tell the story as if it was a, a romp, to tell the story with such energy, with such strength of character, I just think is it's just amazing. Thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have more stories about South Florida to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send me an email at cneal at fau dot edu. That's C-N as in Nancy, E-I-L-E at fau dot edu. Please do not send me a story or a summary. Just request the very simple instructions. Our website also has information at wlrn.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thanks so much, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.